According to the rules, we can all be Maya. Okay, we can all be Maya. Hello, magical, fantastic pants man. What can I do for you today? You do know my powers are limited to pants-related tasks. Hide the drugs okay. in your pants. Okay. <laughs> Hide them all. I don't have enough room in my pants for all you those drugs. Enough room. You look like you're wearing some magic pants. This is definitely a PG-13 show. Right, <laughs> right, right. This is the Podcast Improv Theater, and you've just stepped into the pit, where four new improv actors meet and take their show on the road. So get ready to laugh as you listen along to their completely improvised and spontaneous stories. Welcome to another episode of The Pit, the Podcast Improv Theater. I'm Nova. I'm Craig. And this is Maya. <laughs> oh, here we go. Maya. That's clearly not Maya. No, 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 no. Remember, if they say it is, that's the reality. That's, that's what it is. You agree with me, don't you? I'm oh, Maya. we're doing the yes and. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? <laughs> not really sure how to answer that. For our listeners, <laughs> I'm Maya. You heard from Craig, and that was Bryson. Did you say Maya now? <laughs> I think you just said you're Maya. Can I be Maya? No, I did not say I was do Maya. Do we all get a chance to be Maya? Maybe we can do our Maya impressions. According to the rules, we can all be Maya. Okay, we can all be Maya. Okay, according to improv rules, but for those listeners who are joining us for the first time, our quartet is a. And I don't want to say a <laughs> say a trio. Another word was coming to me. Is a trio today, and that was Bryson pretending to be Maya. Okay, so I'm just clearing things up a little bit. Not pretending. That sounds like we're kids. He's improvising. I'm improvising. Oh, improvising yeah, to yeah. be Maya. <laughs> <laughs> sounds so much more rehearsed. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, how's everyone doing? Don't try this at home. Don't try this at home, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, man. Okay, so for those listeners who don't know me, I have very vivid dreams. And however, during this COVID period, I haven't been like remembering my dreams a lot, which is kind of bummer. But the last few days I have, so I'm on an upswing because my dreams are pretty cool usually. And the last thing I remembered waking up out of my dream was I was trying to come up with a superhero name. <laughs> and it's driving me crazy because I can't remember what that is. Oh, you mean you dreamt you were a superhero and you can't remember your name? No, I was I was making up a name for someone else who I guess might have been a superhero. Yours is a given. Supernova is just that that's the perfect <laughs> superhero name. That's right. That's right. You are built for a superhero name. <laughs> All right, well, let's go into a superhero scene after whoever's eating chocolate or candy, whoever's rattling the wrapping paper as soon as they're done rattling. <laughs> it wasn't me. It wasn't me. <laughs> let's go into a superhero scene. Bryson and Craig, you are meeting for the first time. Hello, magical, fantastic pants man. What can I do for you today? I'm looking for a slightly used sedan to handle my superhero things. Well, you do know my powers are limited to pants-related tasks. 
Yes, but I figured you can find me one with the perfect upholstery because clearly you have taste in pants. Well, that for one is true. Cut to at the car dealership. So here's the baby I, I, I think you should ride. This baby right here is 500 horsepower. It has pink paint. It has, uh, it has no rims. It, it has a very comfortable steering wheel that's actually very antique and might break in your hands. The radio is sort of a uh, – it doesn't work. It's not even really installed. But that's how quirky the vehicle is. I think this would be perfect for you. That's perfect for sneaking up on villains. No noise. How loud is the engine? Thank you. I've been trying to tell people that this is the best car in the world, and they just don't listen to me. They're like, bro, the engine doesn't even start. How can I use this car? I'm like, dude, you could push it. You could cut out the bottom, do a little Flintstone action. Boom. A villain just blew up the car dealership. <gasps> oh, no. What happened? What happened to all these beautiful cars? What what shall I do? I need a car to go catch the villain, to, to, to handle the villain that did this dastardly... You got to handle that villain, man. I don't know how. He, you're oh. the detective. You, you're the one who got all those uh, powers of the night, the powers of the whatever, the darkness. You can do your detective work. Oh, I have a secret to tell you, though. What? I'm afraid of the dark. And since the, the dealership blew up, it's really dark here. And singing. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Let's cut to a scene. Bryson, you are a dream therapist. Craig, you are the patient. Uh-oh. Whoa, whoa. How come we're doing all the characters? You don't jump in here. <laughs> hey, I'll jump in when I need to jump in, okay? She's afraid <laughs> to talk about my dreams. <laughs> Okay. Good afternoon, doctor. Are you ready for our appointment? Uh, give me one second. I'm just finishing up okay. here real quick. Okay. 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 All right, man. So we have to let you go. I know you're you're afraid of uh, what? No, no. Sorry, sir. I'm just gonna finish up with this patient real quick. I thought I was a ma'am. Okay. Oh yeah. No, no, no. Don't be afraid. Don't be more afraid than you have to be. Okay. okay thank you. Okay, ma'am. I'm sorry about that. I, but I'm gonna have to let you go. Stop. No, ma'am. Don't cry. Don't cry, man. <laughs> Don't cry. Listen, Ugh. you're going to be back next week. And yeah, there you go. Wipe your tears. I have to help out this gentleman right here. Okay. Okay. Goodbye. Bye, man. All right, sir. Come on. Sit down in here. I'm sorry about oh, that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Can I just sit over here? Yeah, sit over there. Don't sit in the wet spot. Oh, okay. I won't sit in that wet spot. Yeah, I'm sorry. The last girl, man. She's... What happened? What? Why exactly is that spot wet? <sighs> She's really just going through it, man. Uh, you know, all the classic uh, beers. Uh, but did she spill something? Oh, no, no. Uh, those would be her tears. Those oh, would be her okay. Tears. Okay. I'm not afraid of tears. Don't okay. be afraid of tears. Don't be afraid to cry during this session. Make okay. your own part. I, I am a cry. I warn you, Doc. I am a crier. I, I definitely am a crier. All right. Well, let's get right into it. What uh, what problems do you want to work on today? Or, I'm sorry. What use? Well, thank you. I, I've been having this, this reoccurring dream where I, I am wearing like pink girls pajamas oh, and wow. I'm in prison and and oh. no one like no one is protecting me like the guards just ignore me when I call for help and I'm locked in the cell and I can't let me get stop out. You right there let me stop okay. you there right there okay you're okay so you're asking for help so why why do you need this help what what are you afraid of 
I don't know what the dream means. And it, it's a terrible feeling because every night I go to sleep and I have trouble. I have more and more trouble going to sleep because every night I'm afraid that this dream is going to come back. And almost almost every night of the week, it does. Like I, It's the same dream. I, All right. I think we, I think I know how to approach this. So we're going to, okay. we're going to start with analyzing your dream. Okay. Is that okay, sir? Sure. Absolutely. I'd love to know what it means. It just, there must be something to it. There has to be something to it. And it's especially going from the pink pajamas to the prison. That's right, very, right. it's very odd. I've never been in prison. Very ever. contrasting images. I would say. Yeah. I mean, I, I have pink pajamas, but I've never been in prison. Right. So, Okay. You're in prison. What's so bad about prison? Well, I'm I'm locked in well, this. Why are you? I'm, I'm sensing your subconscious is a little afraid of being locked up. Can you yeah. explore that a little bit? When I was young, I, I I got like locked in a closet one time, but it was only for a couple of minutes, and it was it was at school. So so the teacher you know let me out eventually. I've never I've never been in prison. I've never been like in jail. I've never been arrested. I'm a good like pillar of my community. A lot of my patients normally do refer back to a previous memory because of a traumatic history. A teacher locking you up. What? Tell me about your school life. What other, what kind of traumatic things did you go through? Well, it, it was an all boys school. I was sent there because I, I was the only only. My parents had six six daughters, and I was the only boy. And and they they didn't like boys, so they they sent me to this boarding school where I played and I, I lived and I went to school. And I don't think the teacher did it on purpose, but she was cleaning up the brooms and the mops, you know, out out of the classroom, and I was helping her. And I walked into the closet and not 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 not. Someone's at the doctor's door. What is that, doctor? Sorry, sir. Excuse me, excuse me doctor. Your wife's here and she is insisting on speaking with you. She looks very, very upset. Should I let her in? And What should I do? Go ahead. Let her in, please. Uh-oh. Honey. Oh. You said that you were not going to see any patients today. What are you doing? Honey, that's not true. I think you're having those issues again. I am sick. And tired of this practice taking precedence of our marriage. Now you need to make a decision. This schlep in your chair. Oh my word. Okay. Did you take your pills today? Excuse me. I take my pills with every day almost. Uh, ma'am. We're gonna ma- try to change the subject. Ma- ma'am. Yes. Your husband is, is he's trying to help me with my dreams. Oh, um, sorry, Craig. Please try not to make eye contact. Oh, okay, okay. I don't care about you or your dreams. Now, honey, you need to make a decision right now. It's either the schlep in the chair or me. You might want to get up, Craig. She, she'll start to throw things. Please oh, okay. uh, try to Why don't I head out to the, the waiting room for a couple minutes? You guys, oh, no, uh, I'm, I'm, sure, really... I'm sure she'll leave. I'm sure she'll leave in a second. She <sighs> just, listen, this always works. Just watch okay, this. Okay, I'll okay, honey, over here. You're, you're right, honey. Everything you're saying is true. Right. You're right. I'm always right. Exactly. So that's why I went out to the store. You know, I'm going to go into my desk. Pull mm-hmm. out, I'm going to pull out the gift I got you from the store. One second, dear. Mm, a gift? Are yeah, you trying to put one of the books on me again? Here it is. Don't Close your eyes. Close your eyes, honey. Close your eyes. They're closed. Okay, there. Okay, we're going to put this around your neck. Go ahead and look at it. 14 carat diamond. <gasps> oh, my gosh. oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. This looks just like my grandma. Just like heirloom. This is amazing. 
Uh, I know. I know it is. So can you please come back and we're going to talk about all this later. Just me and you. Just give me about 15 minutes. Okay, here's here's 50 bucks. Go get yourself some lunch. Oh, okay. All right. Bye. All right, bye. Ooh. Wow, Sorry, Doc. That, that was impressive. Like, you really took care of things. Like, you really made it happen. I have about 50 necklaces in that desk, sir. Wow. For situations just like this. You know, there's going to be a day where she doesn't take her meds, and boom, she's in your office taking her pants off in front of guests and disturbing the peace. She takes her pants off? You're lucky she didn't do that today. Wow, that's that's crazy. That's really weird. So we're going to get back to your problem. I think I have a full diagnosis here. Obviously, you're suffering from a postpartum extended child psychosis stemming from your lack of attention and chronic loneliness. We're gonna actually put you on some meds today. I'm not a, I'm actually I'm not I'm not a licensed psychiatrist, but I will prescribe you some medicine today. I'm not lonely, I don't think. Oh, you 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 definitely are, sir. If you're talking to me instead of talking well, to your friends, you're lonely. No, I do talk to my friends. We talk all the time, and they they're the ones that actually said I should come see you because my friend. Um, Carl, he he said that you were the best of the best and you helped him through some of his dreams. He was having dreams that he was that he was feeding the Loch Ness monster and and fell in the water and drowned. And he said you helped him like bring forth the Loch Ness monster, which turned out to be his wife. And the drowning was really when she like threw him in the swimming pool and like helped him through all of that. And and, and wait, you know you know Jeffrey? Jeffrey? Jeffrey who? You you just described my patient Jeffrey. Yeah, almost worth the word. That's my friend Carl. Carl. That's, really? that's my friend Carl. Yeah. It's actually, you know what? It's actually quite possible. I mix up the names of the files. The files do not get organized. Mary does not spend her time in the file office that much. But you know what? What we're gonna do for you here is we don't I am not a licensed psychiatrist, like I said, but I do oh. have the meds. I do have a lot of meds in my desk. You can go actually go right in, take whatever okay. you like. Okay. Wow. This is normal yeah. patients here. Why, why are these all in little white envelopes, though? Why, why uh, aren't they like pill bottles or you know some something legit? Sometimes uh, the governor likes to deliver them in in these white envelopes. He has a sort of a germaphobic. Oh. See. So so the governor delivers the meds. The gov the governor pays me. Uh, a lot of the doctors around town to keep people you know hopped up you know on the you know good old the the candy we like to call it. And, uh, you know, they get their highs, they get their lows, but but they're not focused on what happens behind the curtain, the political curtain. Man. OK, OK. Not, 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 not. Oh, Excuse oh. me, doctor. The governor is in the waiting room and he looks really upset. I'm so sorry to disturb you again. What should I tell him? Craig, what do you think I should do here, man? I think they must have bugged the telephones. I think we're busted, man. I've never met the governor. Can I, can I, can I meet him? This is way above just meeting the governor, man. I I don't, I don't have a license to give you these drugs. You have you touched the drugs already. Close the drawer. Close the drawer. We'll just pretend no, you're here. Your fingerprints are there. There, the well, governor. Oh, excuse bro. me, doctor. I need to get back to the governor. What would you like me to tell him? Send uh, him in. I'd like to meet him. Send, go ahead. Send him in. Send him in. Okay, doctor. I need for you to let me know. Not your patient. What would you like me to tell the governor? Right. Right. How many men do you see out there standing by the governor? Just two, just two, just two. Uh, are they wearing glasses, or or are they just uh, just casual and in it out there? They had dark shades on. Should I 
go back and double check or what would you like me to do? Wow, right, this well, is cool. Hit the red. Can we hit the red button under your desk? And we're actually going to. Yeah, we're going to invite him in. But just make sure you hit the red button and get as far from this place as possible. Okay. What's the red button do? Don't ask about the button, sir. Oh. You need to follow these instructions as well. Hide okay. the drugs in your pants. Okay. <laughs> Hide them all. I don't have enough room in my pants for all you those drugs. Enough room. You look like you're wearing some magic pants. You almost look like you're, you're like a I mean, that's that's super well. magic pants guy. You almost look exactly like it. I mean, it fits so well. It feels like I'm not even wearing pants. But <laughs> That's but, what I'm saying. We should do an ad or something for this company. But what I'm trying to say right now is you need to get the necklaces because when he comes back into the room, you're gonna we're going to try to bribe him with the diamonds, and hopefully we won't get arrested. Oh, Ain't okay. Scene. <laughs> <laughs> I really you wanted you to bring the governor in up to see what was going to happen. <laughs> You must be important. The governor delivers your drugs. <laughs> I guess so, too. Oh, my gosh. And the the whole necklaces in your drawer, you just keep a pile of like diamond necklaces in your drawer. Diamonds in the candy. That's impressive. Oh, man. <laughs> Whew, that was funny. <laughs> All right. So somehow we went from dream therapy to drugs. I don't really know what happened there. <laughs> But that was fun. That was fun. I wanted, wanted to. If you want to, this is up to you. But we can go into the inside access with these characters, and then maybe the the governor comes by the studio or something. <laughs> okay. Nice. <laughs> Welcome to the pit inside access. I am. Nova, your host for today's show. And as you know, each and every show of the Inside Access, we are able to interview a reality show's characters. And so today's show, we have special guest, Dr. Charlie. Welcome, doctor. Oh, hello, everyone. Hello. So, Doctor, I heard uh, Birdie told me that um, you had a little issue at your building recently. Apparently, two floors exploded at the top level. What, what was that all about? Well, I'm glad you asked me. That's actually what I'm here to talk about today. The the uh, Wow, how do I start this? The media has very much painted a poor picture of what happened at my uh, professional office last okay. Thursday. Um, actually, that's why I brought my first and my favorite patient in today. Your favorite? To talk to you about what really happened. Okay. And this must be him. Uh, hello, sir. Uh, welcome to the Pits Inside Access. Go ahead and have a seat. You can sit right there on the, on the white chair. Be here. It's great to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here, Craig. Oh, certainly, sir. My pleasure. My pleasure. You look really, really excited to be here. I'm so glad. I've never been on something like this before, ever. It's my first time. Okay. Well, you know what? Just get comfortable. You could put your knees down and your feet oh. off the oh, chair okay. Okay. on okay. the okay. floor. That would be great. That would be great. Thank okay. you. Thank you so much. Um, so you said, Dr. Charlie, you said that this is your first and favorite patient. First and favorite patient, right? Aww. Okay. Thank you, doctor. And he was a witness, you said, or... How is he connected with all of this? Right, right. 
Craig, do you feel comfortable talking about your story? Sure. I, I was in the office. Um, Dr. Charlie was helping me like work through my, my dilemma, and he was admiring my pants. And the next thing Whoa. I knew, I woke up in the hospital. So, so I think it, it was an attack on Dr. Charlie just for being such a good doctor and helping mm. all of these people. I, I think it was it was just some kind of some kind of terrorism or something. I, I don't know. Terrorism. But, but mm. Dr. Charlie is fantastic and he helped mm-hmm. me with everything. And, and like I said, he even noticed that I had special pants. Interesting. Pants, explosions, hospital. Uh, I don't see how all of that's going together, but thanks so much, patient Craig. Back to you, Dr. Charlie. Your patient here is so, <laughs> so convincing at wanting us to believe that you're fantastic. But rumor also has it that the governor is involved in some sort of scandal as it relates to this explosion. What do you have to say to that? Well, what governor isn't? <laughs> exactly. What governor is not wrapped in some mm. sort of conspiracy exactly. or net or web ah, of lies? Yeah. yeah. What he said. Interesting. So you know what? Well, I'm glad you mentioned that because we have the governor here. He's backstage. Let me get him. Let me call him out. Hello, governor. Yes. Hi. Come on out on stage. Our audience is so excited to have you today on our show. We have Dr. Charlie and his favorite and first patient here with us. And yes, both of these gentlemen do look familiar to you. I can see by the look on your face. Go ahead and sit on the red chair. Thank you so much. Yes. So now that we have all three of you on stage, maybe you can better answer this question. And, and feel free, anyone can speak up. Anyone can answer this question. Is it true or is it not true that all of you are drug dealers? What? That's preposterous. I, I've never mm. even taken drugs in my whole life. Like that, I, I can't even believe mm. you would suggest such a thing. And on, on this show, no less. I, that's just disrespectful. I can assure you my patient has not touched a drug or a drink since 05. Uh, he <laughs> is completely sober, would never even carry or touch a drug. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Okay, so 05. So you are admitting that there is something in his history that would allow us no. to believe that. You know, he had a brief drinking. Uh, we, that's what actually he came in for. We worked on his drinking uh, problem. Oh, not oh. dream therapy that you normally work on, but drinking. So, you know, what? your your story is kind of falling apart here, Dr. Charlie. And I do have a lot of respect for you. I would like to hear from the governor. Well, so I'm, glad governor. You, I'm glad you finally asked me. Well, it's, it's good to be on the show, by the way. I'm glad to have you. Good to have you. Good to have you. And, uh, well, pretty much here, uh, what we have is a classic case of a, of, of a low-life therapist scamming how uh, dare you even more low life uh, civilians you dirty dog it, well you may call me what you may but i am your leader dirty you're not my leader of anything you dirty dog okay hold on hold on hold on here mr patient we are still in the presence of the governor <sighs> and who has been accused by you know with some serious allegations so i would like to hear him finish his statement go ahead governor i wouldn't have never even have uh, sold any drugs to someone of this sort of caliber. You see, mm. maybe I have sold drugs in the past, but, <gasps> but that was sort of my upbringing. That's what gave me the hustle mindset to even run for office. Mm. You understand? Wow. 
Well, you know what? Uh, that was a big bomb that you just dropped there because I, um, following you throughout your campaign, have never heard anything about you using drugs in your past. So that was that was interesting information, which makes me a little more suspicious about your role with these other two, let's just say, suspected drug dealers. Well, <laughs> that's understandable. But recently, the photos have leaked, and yes, I have touched. All the the bad ones, the the Coca Cola, the meth crystals, the, uh, mm, the wow. black tar heroines, they have all been experienced by myself. Oh. But I sort of see this thing as a more traumatic thing that happened to me, rather than something that I brought onto myself. You see, coming from a sort of rough neighborhood like uh, Vermont, you sort of oh. run into things that uh, you know are tough on a young kid. That's why we actually moved down south. And that's why I I became your governor here down south, because I I had this rough upbringing involving the drugs. Okay, so I just want to clarify, just just so our our audience is also clear and all those that are watching the show, that your drug use and the photos that were leaked were of your childhood? Or are you saying this is actual evidence? Now, I understand there's a little confusion here, because I look very old in those pictures, Oh, but, okay. But I was a very big baby. I was a very large kid. I was about Let's 12 see. pounds. I was about 12 mm-hmm. pounds coming out of my mouth. And so I grew up to be a very large boy. In the photos, I was 14 years old. Uh-huh. I've had my staff double check that. Don't worry about it. We've double che- we've triple checked. The photo is from a year where I was 14 years old. And uh, mm-hmm. that's why I was selling those drugs to those little kids elementary school because I was I was not much older than them than them. Dr. Charlie, I did ask your patient to put his feet down earlier in the show and he keeps <sighs> putting them back on my white chair. Uh, you're such an egg. No, no, no. I am the host of my show and I like to keep my chair free from footprints. So Dr. Man, Charlie man, you can't expect instruct your patient to put his feet back down. You can't expect my patient who is who is this? Is, this is the first time he's on television, man. Yes, my first time. Mm, okay, he's mentally unstable, man. Hey, well, excuse me. You're not nice like this dirty dog over here. Well, Craig. What? Well, what? Don't, do don't don't do this on live television. Well, you just called me mentally unstable, and I don't appreciate that at all. It's probably from all the drugs. Oh, I'm sorry. Did that come from me? <laughs> sorry oh, about that. This is you are all teaming up on me. This is not fair. Okay. I don't like... I can't believe you. I don't like... You see what's happening, Craig? They're pitting us. They're pitting us against each other. That's because she brought this dirty dog governor on. She brought this dirty dog governor on. And she, they're going to paint a picture of us. And, and we're not going to stand for this. Exactly. I'm speaking here live on television, and I'm going to blow this whole thing apart. I have never touched a drug in my life. And the fact that this has turned into... A, not a friendly broadcast, but one that is belittling to every civilian out there. I declare my running for, for the campaign of next governor of this very state. You mean you're going wow. you're to leave me? I need your help, doctor. You're going to be my vice governor. Oh, I've never been a vice governor. I've never been a vice governor. I, I, I would be honored. I would be honored. I accept. I accept. Thank you so much. You have heard it here first. Dr. Charlie will be running for the next governor. 
Well, this is this is a flabbergasting. This is a complete mistake. I have no idea how it got out of hand this far. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to storm off this show right now and speak to your producer. Goodbye. Um, Governor, there will be some officers waiting for you backstage. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. There will be some um, some guys in blue waiting for you. Uh, very nice to have you, though, on my show. Governor, would love to have you again in the future. Thank you so much for being my guest. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for joining us at the Pit Inside Access, where you always hear the lowdown, the, the news, the truth, all here first. Join us next time at the Pit Inside Access. Thank you, Dr. Charlie. So glad you clarified all of the suspicions. I never thought you were guilty. Never, never, never. Can't really say too much about your patient over here. But anyway, so excited to support you on your campaign. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you again and see you on the next show. <laughs> <laughs> That was, hey, that was an awesome governor, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded very like like Americana, like hometown, Midwest, I'm the governor. From Vermont, mind you, from the terrible New York. <laughs> like, oh, no, I said Vermont. <laughs> Did you say, was it Vermont or was one of oh, those yeah, Maryland states? Those horrible neighborhoods, you know, from Vermont that right. you know, he was drugs in elementary school. The Vermont <laughs> ghetto. <laughs> the ghetto. <laughs> That was that was hilarious. No, I thought that was great. That added a lot to his character. I was like, mm, yes, that explains did. a lot. <laughs> yes. And what did you? Oh, you called it the Coca Cola, and uh, the oh, what was the other one? <laughs> meth crystals or something. <laughs> oh, the meth crystals. That's right. That's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is definitely a PG thirteen show. Right. 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 <laughs> Don't do drugs, kids. Kids, don't do drugs. <laughs> we are not advocating. No worries, the new governor will make sure it's a friendly, family-friendly podcast next time. Right, right. His first order of business. <laughs> will not be taking any Coca-Cola. Maybe the, maybe the vice governor will lead a task force. Oh, man, I would be afraid <laughs> if patient Craig was vice hey. governor. <laughs> you big meanie. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. Uh, Maya missed out, guys. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened to her. If anyone sees <laughs> Maya, you know, have her call gotta, or something. Where you know she disappeared. We gotta, we gotta send a search party for Maya. <laughs> now I'm sure she's fine. Oh man! All right, guys, that's it for another episode of the Pit. I'm Nova. I am Craig, and I am Bryson, not Maya. and as you know we release a new episode every two weeks so join us here exclusively at the pink kangaroo network if you have any questions whatsoever email us at the pit at pinkkangaroo.com and that's kangaroo with a u guys and so anyway we look forward to uh having you come back to our next show until next time thank you yes bye yep